Hey everybody, it's a midweek edition of the Action Sports Jacks Pylon Podcast with Brent and Dan. Happy holidays, Christmas week. We're inside a week. Hope you did all your shopping. And uh, probably a lot of Jags gear people are shopping for, Dan Hicken. Uh, it's a fun time. Fun, especially for four Jags players going to the Pro Bowl. Couple snubbed as well. Welcome to Jacksonville, right? Still can't get the national recognition. Yeah, I think so. Um, look, Yannick Ngakwe certainly deserved to be there, and I think Telvin did as well. And you could make an argument for Leonard Fournette, although he's missed a few games, but you certainly could make an argument. My my bigger point is when a team arrives on the scene like the uh, like the uh, Jaguars have, normally, like the Falcons last year, they got six guys. You know, the Seahawks, when they had their first big year, when they arrived, they got – you get more than four. I, if this is a historically good defense – you know, you could sit there and debate Gibson and Church and some other guys as well, but certainly Yannick Ngakwe deserved to be on the Pro Bowl team. Interesting, talking to Malik Jackson today, only four made it off that 2015 Denver defense as well, and they yeah. were number one all season long. What's interesting, I think, is the last few weeks in the city, the Jags have elevated. Everybody's talking about them, the place sure. he's well, the same has happened nationally, and that's even less. Probably in the last seven to ten days, nationally, everybody's talking about Blake Bortles and this defense even more. Now, the defense has gotten some love all year, but not to this level. So I think if that had happened in November, maybe they would have gotten the six players because it is ridiculous. Yannick Ngakwe was, I think, ninth in the fan vote, and he's the third alternate on the team. I, I, I can see if he got edged out by a couple of perennial guys, similar stats, because nobody knows who he is. But he shouldn't be that far down the list. No, uh, Here's no. a good thing. You probably end up with a lot of these guys going to the Pro Bowl anyway because people back out, get hurt, all those things. You're right about the national media, too, taking notice. I saw, watching yesterday and today, just some national shows, I saw Steve Young talk about how the Patriots don't want to see the Jaguars and went on about how the Jaguars are a really good team. I saw on one of the debate shows that, you know, I saw a tease, the cat's meow. Is Jacksonville good enough to make a run in the AFC? So certainly their name is now coming up. It's hard being a small market, being in the corner of the country. But, look, if they win, they'll come. The national guys will start coming down here and start doing interviews and start featuring the guys. And Blake should want to stay under the radar. He's doing fine, you know, with everything that's going on. And, and uh, you know, look, we – there's a long way to go still, and it starts with a trip to San Francisco this weekend and a lot of distractions and how they perform and going out west. It's It'll be interesting. Yeah, NFL Films was is here all week uh, kind of following around Calais Campbell. Um, so you get an idea. The, uh, the attention is going up, and I don't really think it's that big a deal, but I do know a lot of the fan base enjoys that. I think they, they like the right. fact that they're getting the national love. And, and listen, these players like it too. These players are – there's some ego involved. Although here. I think the fans more enjoy being screwed over by yeah, the so NFL. they can complain so they, about it. Yeah, I do. I do. I think that us against the world, yeah, tiny little good. Jacksonville, serves us well down here. As opposed, I, we, I, I don't think we want everybody calling us the darlings of the National Football League. But quite frankly, you just said it. That's about to happen. Yeah, the Jags are going to be, or potential, they have potential to be the darlings of this the next six weeks in the NFL. Uh, they really do. I mean, I, I think. I mean, who else would fit the bill? Uh, I, I think the Jags, lovable losers for, yeah. them for as long as they've been. A fun defense, some personality. Everybody hates on Blake Bortles. Now you can love them. They do have some guys that people do love anyway, like a Leonard Fournette, Calais Campbell, those guys that have some name recognition. I think you're about to see it. 
that that maybe the nation falls in love with the Jags here. Maybe the Rams would be the only other team that yeah, comes to mind McVay. because of the kid, coach, and the young quarterback. And the but how fact, can L.A. be a darling? I know, but they're, they've been they just got to L.A. They've been so bad for so yeah. long. And uh, but you're right. I mean, they don't really compare to Jacksonville. Jacksonville is is the has a chance to be. And look again. Got to win in San Francisco first. Got to win a playoff game before you get to take on the big boys, the Pittsburghs and the New Englands. And then when you can go beat those guys, then all of a sudden, whoa, you know. And it can happen quickly. That's the neat thing. So that's why I always tell fans, make sure you're enjoying it now. Make sure you're a part of it. Make sure you're, you know, paying attention. And people are. It's 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 been fun. You know, you do these measuring sticks. Like when my older son and older daughter who are – away from college and come back home and want to go to the games on Sunday, then you kind of know that people are following the Jags, you know? Yeah, it's a there's a buzz. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool, and it's picked up uh, day by day and probably week by week, and you can do it again. Uh, listen, Jimmy, the two hottest quarterbacks yeah. in the NFL are playing yeah. in this game on Sunday. And, and by the way, I'm not talking about Matt Ryan and Drew Brees who no. play against each other on Sunday. We're talking about Jimmy Garoppolo and Blake Bortles. They're playing the best football of anybody else right now. Fascinating matchup. Uh, Talking with the Jags today in the locker room, they're not afraid of Jimmy G. <laughs> it yeah. is five and zero record. I heard Gibson's comments <laughs> yeah, Gibson, were pretty good. Uh, it was pretty good about that. He's not Tom Brady, right. so uh, I, I just don't. I think I expect this team to go out and win. I've told you probably the last six weeks I was worried about this game. Yeah, on the schedule. In fact, I was worried about this game more than I was worried about the Seattle game at home, uh, just because of the circumstance of the holidays and maybe overlook. Well, I'm not really anymore. This team seems dialed in. They like winning. They know what it takes to win. And I think even if Tennessee loses before they play, I've got a feeling the Jags want to go out there and make one more statement on Christmas Eve. Well, they don't get too high, I've noticed, after the wins either. And they don't get too low after the losses. That's, a, to me, the mark of a of – a, and I don't know who brings that. I don't know if it's Marone or some of the veteran players – I like that, though. I mean, look, they, they made the playoffs after forever. They weren't jumping around like a bunch of little kids. Yeah. They weren't running around the stadium. It was kind of just like, all right, great. Break them down. Let's go. See you. Take Enjoy Monday and Tuesday. We'll see you on Wednesday. Garoppolo has been good. We, we were watching him in the office here last Sunday, and he's got that quick release. 1,008 yards in three games. Uh, they throw it a ton. And but that plays into Jacksonville's strength, man. So if you're Jalen Ramsey and AJ Boye and and Gibson and Church, you got to be licking your chops a little bit and looking forward to this matchup. And you got Todd Wash going against Kyle Shanahan, essentially. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, in terms of the X's and O's part of this, it, it should be pretty fun to watch. And we'll see if Blake Bortles can continue to maintain um, what he's been all about. One other thing, talking about the one of the reasons these guys want to win is they still feel like they're alive, and they are mathematically for that buy or that one or two seed. Mm. Now, it doesn't feel that way to everybody else because it's hard to envision Pittsburgh losing losing to Houston or Cleveland, uh, the Patriots losing to either Buffalo or the Jets. Yeah, Can't envision it, but I do think they bring up a good point. You'd really feel pretty bad if you, if blew you one. messed up one of these final two games and they opened the door for you. Well, can I give you a bit of advice, Brent Martineau? I think that by you bringing this topic up – you should, in our fight for the fedora, maybe circle Houston <laughs> or maybe Cleveland to beat Pittsburgh. I think that's a good idea and a good strategy for you as we go down the stretch. <laughs> I'd pick Cleveland. What do you think? I'd pick Cleveland before Houston, believe it or not, because <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to avoid 0-16. Yeah, Houston, Houston's dead. Houston's dead. They're dead team walking. And, I, and Buffalo will be interesting. I, Buffalo has Because the Patriots aren't playing well. Yeah, but it's in New England. They're going back home. You know, again, I'd encourage you to circle Buffalo. <laughs> 
I would be okay with that. <laughs> well, for now, I think I'll just circle the Jags. <laughs> and I'll circle anybody against the Titans right now because I feel good about that one. That's okay, uh, too. As well. So we'll keep you posted. We'll be in San Francisco, of course. Uh, it's really kind of so cool. folks know, a fight for Vidor is something we do <laughs> yeah, on Countdown true. to Kickoff where we pick the games. And Brent has a two-game lead as we head down the And it should be stretch. four people. Yeah. I just want to let you know I threw this chair in the sports office right into the wall the other day because it would have been a four-game lead with two weeks to go, but that silly overturn yeah. on the Pittsburgh touchdown changed everything. I didn't feel I as won't bad say because this, I had Hicken New might have been rooting for the Patriots. I had well, New England. might have been rooting for the Patriots. I don't know if I was rooting, but I certainly had them, so I wasn't, I wasn't as devastated as you, honestly. Uh, I was pretty devastated. You're right about I, that. Look, look I, I'm, I'm excited. I, I'm, I'm so happy for the fan base and the postseason that's upon us and looking forward to getting our assignment Rooting desperately for January 7th, by the way, uh, as our Me first too. playoff game. Yes. Uh, and, hey, one other thing to note. What would you say right now? People love this uh, this topic. Mm-hmm. Do you think – what's your gut tell you? Will the Jags-Titans game be flexed to Sunday night football, the last game of the year? Right now, what would you say? It really depends on this weekend. It really does. So but it's hard to say. <laughs> if I had to say right now, I would say no. Yeah, me too. I would say no. And I think you – Felt like it was going to because you had some inside guys talking to some NBC guys. Two weeks ago. A couple ago, weeks ago, two yeah. Weeks, two Sundays but ago, there was Is it talk. Carolina, Atlanta? Yes. Well, and a lot depends on Atlanta this week yeah. in New Orleans, I yeah. think. Um, so Carolina, Atlanta is going to be for something. Cam Newton, for both. Matt Ryan. Yeah, I just. Um, Tennessee team that's not really that exciting. Right. We're not going to get the phone right now. No, we're, we're doing a podcast. A podcast. Call Stop back calling. Later. Come on. Who answers a desk phone anymore anyway? We all have cell phones. I don't even have one. <laughs> I, I think when people called those. How many desk phones do we have in here? Two? You know what that's probably a call about? What? Somebody complaining that the Falcons and Saints game isn't on Fox. Instead, we're showing the Titans-Rams game because that game matters around here. I got Nick. into a ferocious argument with my radio colleague about that today. Oh, he was mad. He was Well, he said, you know, people always want to see the better game. I said, you're out of your mind. I said, overwhelmingly, people in this market would want to see the Titans and the Rams over the Falcons uh, game and and he's like no they they want to see the better game they don't I don't want to watch the Titans I'm like okay I can't well let's it. peel back the curtain on that mm-hmm. people like this stuff yeah they, this was a thing yesterday yeah first of all we requested last week you have to do it like 12 days in advance right. we requested for the Titans game to be shown right well after which we mo- should we're a ja- we're yes. Jacksonville home of the Jaguars the game the Titans Rams game matters it can determine if the Jaguars win the AFC South championship for the first time ever yeah so that was a no-brainer right but on Monday when Atlanta won and beat Tampa yeah Fox basically said you know what you got to show Atlanta. Yeah, that's a mistake by Fox. Well, that's wrong they're wrong on that but I, I will say it's not but uh, I'll get to that in a minute All right. just to, to Continue. So we thought we had lost the game to Atlanta and New Orleans, and everybody was not happy around here, especially on social media, once I let them know that news. But <laughs> the higher-ups here at Action News, Jax, did a fantastic job and said, hey, we really think that Titans game should be on. It means a lot to the folks in Jacksonville. And bam, we're back on Fox 30, Rams-Titans, 1 o'clock on Fox 30. Well, why wasn't it a mistake? Game. Well, here's the deal. You you have to think – I can't get mad at the Fox folks right. for this. If I, I agree with your radio partner, Jeff Prosser, mm-hmm. on this. If you are looking at the two games and you're an executive in an office that makes these decisions, 
the Atlanta-New Orleans game makes way more sense to show. It's a regional game. There are actually Saints fans that live in this oh, area. Oh, sure, I understand that. And it's a better game, and it's a less chance of a blowout, Dan. So you're going to get numbers oh, throughout the to way. It. This is Jacksonville, comma, Florida. Jacksonville, comma, Florida, which means we are the home of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Therefore, any game that matters for a franchise that is trying to get to the postseason, in my mind, that's a no-brainer, and I expect more from the executive of Fox. <laughs> Sorry, that was Brent. Well, the good news is, yeah, I, I will defend them a little bit. It would, it would be fascinating if you could do this and see the numbers and how the ratings would right. be different. Right, um, But I agree, this is the right call. I mean, yeah. this is definitely the right The place was going to be buzzing. Not on only Christmas that, Eve. by the way, for the success of the franchise, regardless of even if you were compared them and they were similar numbers, you should definitely play the Rams-Titans because you want people in Jacksonville to become Jaguar fans. Yes. You want you, them all tied into it. Yeah. And the emotion part of it. Yes. This, more than the uh, maybe My the opinion. good game part of it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. But anyway, that was a little look back to on the that. Side. And, yeah. um, and we'll, we'll have that game on, of course, 4 o'clock kick. It'll for be a the, fun uh, weekend. Busy but fun. No doubt about it. Uh, Merry Christmas be, to us. It would be one heck of a Christmas present if the Jags win the division. Hats and shirts kind of weekend for the Jags. That's the way they're calling it because you get free hat and free shirt for winning the division. You I like that. that. Million-dollar athletes, and they're all excited about a hat and a shirt. They want a hat and a shirt. <laughs> That's it. Uh, all right, let's switch topics real quick uh, before we let you go on a midweek edition of the Action Sports Jacks Pylon Podcast. Signing day yes. today. Yes. Huge get for Dan Mullen. In getting I was nervous. I was Jordan. watching on Facebook. That was huge, right? Well, it would have been – I'm trying to – how do I put this? If he didn't get him and lost him to FSU, that would have been huger. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because I don't know how good Emory Jones is going to be. He may be no good. Yeah. He may be great. But you're in need of a quarterback. You're Florida – you're paying this guy $6 million a year. You're going up against a guy who doesn't have a quarterback coach or offensive coordinator. He's even newer than you are. They don't even really need a quarterback, but what the heck, They'll if they can keep him from going to Florida, they'll take him. It would have been a devastating loss for the program if they did not get him. So uh, very glad that Mullen did something that his predecessor didn't seem to do. No, especially at this time of year. Remember, his predecessor, Jim McElwain, was always a closer late. Right. Late January, early so, February. So, in that respect, big, big, big uh, get for for Florida. And they actually had a nice day. I think they had 12, 13 kids. Yeah. Um, whereas, I think, you know, to compare, and listen, again, Florida State will be just fine. Willie Taggart's a great recruiter, so they'll get players. but And he's even newer than Mullen. But I think he only had a couple three today. Yeah, it wasn't a great day. They knew yeah. it wasn't going to be a big day. But they and knew, and yeah. And it wasn't. So we'll see how they shake George out. George is the big story. That is the big Somebody story. Somebody better lock in. Uh, Dan Mullen, you better be a good recruiter and 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 because you're going to be dealing with uh, this guy for a while. And he's getting every they – got, they got to have themselves a heck of a you-know-what up there in Athens. Well, we talk about we talk about <laughs> we talk about Florida and Georgia, yeah. and this rivalry and yeah. Florida's own Georgia as of late in the yeah. last twenty five years or so. But what we also bring up is the guy who changed it for Florida was Spurrier, yeah. And now I'm starting to wonder if Kirby Smart is Georgia's Steve Spurrier. I don't I don't like that. Um, I, I know you don't, but the, I mean they're on the verge. They're in the Final Four, yeah. in year two, yeah, and they're signing. What was it? 16 four and five stars? They got a bunch of five stars. And they have three five star quarterbacks 
already signed up. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, what uh, they they could become now? It could be Clemson and Georgia running the Southeast for the next handful of years. Clemson also had a nice day as well today. You're right. It's and again, it's weird. Uh, and I heard more than one coach say this. What we do now is we take a deep breath. We quote the buzzword today was reassess, <laughs> and then figure out what you need to fill in in February and the next round of signing day. I don't know if I like it or don't like it. I think it's a little bit unfortunate because we can't do as much on it. Yeah, um, especially if the Jags are good. Yeah, I don't know if how much it matters to the kids and the families. It's a wonderful day. We used to celebrate with a 30-minute special. There's no chance of that happening right now. Um, so we'll see how it goes here over the couple of years. But we'll see. I thought it was bigger than I expected it to be, though. I wasn't yeah, sure what we, it was going to be. But like. I, here's why I wasn't. Because when signing day is approaching in February, we talk about it for four or five days before. Oh, yeah, yeah. This just popped up, and it's signing day tomorrow. What? But I'm saying, uh, didn't more people sign than you thought? Oh, like, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, Ohio State yeah. got 21 guys. Oh, yeah. Miami got 18 yeah, guys. Yeah, uh, Florida got 13. If you can get your guys and get them in, why wait? Yeah. If I, you know – because these kids I didn't think want they'd have that big a class. These kids want already. to be over with too. Now. They do. They're tired of it. Yeah. Why do I got to go another six weeks of this nonsense? This is why I like it, Dan. Too, because we know we've been covering this. That it has, the drama has dwindled yes. the last few years yes. in February because yes. people have already committed. Right. U.S. Army All American Game, Under Armour All American Game. Right. Everybody's committing all the time, and so it's it's good now that. At least we get some of that drama built in early in December, right? And then it's not anticlimactic when February rolls around. I'll give you one other thing. Mm-hmm. I think this is beneficial to all the kids that got overlooked because the big name guys were getting the attention in February. Mm-hmm. You know, we on our show like to showcase a lot of the other kids that sure. sign with Division two schools, or maybe it's a volleyball player or a swimmer. Right. Well, now you those kids now on that signing day, I think, won't be so overshadowed by the big four- and five-star football players that obviously get all the love. I, th- I think. We'll see. Breaking news on the podcast. I know who that was who called earlier. Who? It was Fox Sports. They're requesting some Blake Bortles sound. <laughs> see? It's true. I just saw the note come Everybody's through. after Blake Bortles Everybody sound. wants Blake Bortles. And I told you all the national media is taking note. What a month for Blake Bortles. Uh, he, by the way, said in response today to Jadavion Clowney's <laughs> trash, he said, if I'm playing, if what I'm doing right now and what we're doing right now is trash, I'll be glad to be trash. Yep. So we'll call him Good Oscar answer. the Grouch. Good answer. <laughs> uh, good stuff by Blake Bortles. All right. Hey, fun day with signing day. Uh, all the, the area teams uh, seem to be doing pretty well other than Florida State, but they'll probably pick it up in February. They'll be fine. And uh, Jags, 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 Jags fever on this holiday week. Hope everybody has a Merry Christmas. We'll be uh, back with you. I don't know. We're gonna, we won't do one Sunday. Because, Why not? Well, because I get in at 5 a.m. Christmas Day. You going to be here? We'll meet here. Yeah, that'll be great. <laughs> I'll see you about 5.30. I'd like to have Marcel here as well. Let's plan on the 26th okay. uh, for our next one and, and maybe the AFC South champs and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Happy holidays, everybody. For Dan Hicken, I'm Brett Martin. That's the Action Sports Jacks Pylon Podcast. <laughs>